Yo, what's up? Welcome back to another episode of Human Vibes. I'm sitting in my car currently. And if you hear cars passing by very fast, just know that that's what it is. Um, it's DJ Ali B here with another lesson and blessing. Um, last episode we talked about fate and how everything happens for a reason and how you have to trust the process. And now we're going to talk about the process and the struggle and for some reason me and my car is a perfect example of that struggle because I feel like I've been in my car for years like I mean since college started and I started to use my car to the fullest capacity of driving all the time and constantly working and then going to school and then those five years were so crazy like I would wake up at three in the morning to go to work by four in the morning I would work four in the morning until nine and then get ready for school really quick in the bathroom at work and then drive 40 minutes to school be there probably late at 10 and then be there from 10 to 6 and then drive from 6 p.m. all the way home, which I wouldn't get home till 7. And then by the time I got home, I had to figure out how I was going to do my homework. And it was so hard. Like, that struggle, I know that they say trust the process, and I know that they say that that's what builds you and that's what makes you, and that's truth. It is truth because that was a lot of work you know what i did every day every day all the time i didn't really have much freedom to do anything with my life for the past five years and yes when i was stressed out i would party and just try to get away from like what i was doing because it was so stressful and it was like if i wasn't doing homework then i was driving somewhere or doing something and I didn't really get to like chill or like watch TV. I remember when I started college, it was just like pure nonstop discipline. Like it was just, and if you didn't discipline yourself, then you fail, you know, you, you don't do as well on your tests. And, and that's even me with someone who doesn't even have to try that hard when it comes to school, because I understand stuff. So it's kind of easy for me to do. But it was just the discipline that was so hard for me and just constantly doing stuff. And then I moved on to this business opportunity that I did one time. Um, And it wasn't a get-rich-quick scheme. It was more so a business. And it was a a scheme in a way that they don't really like to tell you everything. So I was in this business, and I learned about the hustle and the struggle and every single day how you're supposed to wake up and give your all to every single day of your life and get out there and that no one is going to give it to you you have to get it for yourself and that really taught me a lot about life that business because now I use that business model to apply it to anything else in life that I do and I did learn a lot about people in that business and I learned about how people And actually, in the first job that I had, it was a grocery store. So I learned about personality types 
and I learned about doppelgangers, <laughs> and I learned about how there's different types of people. There's certain people that you mess with, that you actually talk to, and there's certain people that you keep as acquaintances, and not everybody is your friend. And that's one of the key things that my aunt always tells me um, in this process of just like grinding and hustling and struggling and all of that. You can't really trust everybody. And that's something that I'm going through. That's something that I've been going through for the past, um, since that job, then my other opportunity that I had, and then my new, the, the other job I had, whatever job I go to, there's always going to be that person who is unhappy with themselves and tries to make your life a living hell. There's always going to be that person. There's always going to be that person at every store. At every place you work, there's going to be somebody who's hating on you. And I hated to say those things like, is this person really hating on me? Because I don't even understand why they would be hating on me. Like, why me? Like, go bug somebody else. Like, I don't even, I'm in my own box here. Like, I don't even care about your life. Why do you care about my life? Or why are you just being annoying, like, why are people so annoying, and I ask myself that a lot, like, why are people so annoying, or why can't people just be cool, or why can't people just give, you know, why can't you be a giver, and I realized that not everybody is a giver, and me being a giver is very dangerous for me in this whole entire business mindset, is that you have to be a shark, and those are some of the things that I went through when I was in that company, they taught me how to be a shark, but I, I'm telling you, I did not pass those tests. I could not be a shark because to me, it, it's like stepping on people to get to where you need to go. And I don't like to do that. I do not like to step on anybody to get where I need to go. I don't like to depend on anybody to get where I need to go. I don't like to screw people over. If anything, like I like to help people as much as I can. And that's the point of this life is to build relationships with people and help people and build people up and that's how you get success and I've learned that from the teachers that I've listened to who have built businesses and that's what the key is the key to everything is give freely to these people that and you know some people deserve it and some people don't you know some people are going to work hard and some people aren't and that's your job to figure out who is worth it and who isn't. And you have to give more to the people who want it, you know? You have to give more to the people who add it to your life, the people who give you value. Because if you just give out everything to everyone, but you see there are people like Gary Vee and somebody like Gary Vee who believes in empathy and compassion. And he believes that he's going to give out all of his content for free and whoever takes his content takes his content whoever doesn't take his content doesn't take his content and I think that that's a good model the way he works I think that that's great um it doesn't always work I mean anybody can give out their content for free and I feel like I've always given given my content for free to a lot of the people that I love and a lot of even acquaintances, I've given my time and my energy and I've listened to them and I've given my full attention 
to people because attention is the biggest thing right now in this society and I've given my attention to a lot of things that I probably shouldn't have done probably shouldn't have given so freely to so many people and that's why my aunt always tells me not everybody is your friend and when I worked in that business I learned everybody sometimes is a shark and sometimes people will eat you for the sake of themselves and I had to learn that the hard way many times that people didn't really give a rat's ass about me or what was going on with me as much as I cared about them they didn't really care about me they didn't really have the best intentions for me and a lot of people don't have the best intentions for me and that's something that I'm learning of how to really read people and sometimes you don't know from the beginning that they're going to be that way you don't know that they're going to fuck you over because sometimes people dress up in what did i hear um in wool's clothing uh a wolf in in wool's clothing i heard that the other day somebody was pretending you know pretending to be something and then you buy it and you think that that's the way they are and then they're totally not even like that they're a completely different person out for themselves ready to eat you up and I had to learn that a lot in that business that I was in people did not care whether you didn't get where you needed to go or even helping you actually they didn't even want to help you actually they rather not tell you the information that you need to know because they didn't want you to pass them up and that's how people are in life they really don't want to give you information because they don't want to let you pass them up and there's very few people that I can go to in this life right now, in this space, in where I'm at, that I can actually get genuine advice from. And to me, that was something that really hurts. I'm saying past tense and also present tense, that it hurts when people are like that. It really does, because when you're a person who just wants to give and wants to see people do well, and you're not a hater, like when people do it to you, it, it really fucking hurts like it's really confusing to me when that happens because I just don't understand how they can be like that to somebody like me <laughs> and I really question like why me like I never give gave you that idea that I was out to get you or that I was in any way trying to see you fall so why do you want to see me fall you know and then I hear it all the time from people that when you get successful, when you're climbing this ladder, you're going to deal with people who want to see you fail. And I've heard it. We've all heard that. But you know what? It is fucking true. It's fucking true. And the closest people to you, the people that you love the most, can sometimes do things like that. And it may not even be so prevalent. It might be very, very slight. It might be something that you can barely notice. It might be something so simple that you realize and you're just like, whoa, man, I thought we were on the same team. I thought I thought I was cheering you on and you were cheering me on. But then you realize it's not always like that. And people are not always going to be like that. And I've learned that, whoa, these cars are going really fast. I've learned in this past year probably I've learned about this concept and I learned that as much as I was being a good person as much as I was giving freely and continuing to listen to this person who 
it could be many people, you know, it could be different people. As much as you give to them, as much as you love them, as much as you want to see them doing great, and you just continue to, to do that, give your energy, and spend your time, because that's all you can never get back. Like we said, you'll never get your time back. I realized that I, I need to stop doing that, and I realized this year that I, I kind of did step back from that in a way where I'm not going to... I'm not going to give you all my juice, you know, I'm not going to give all my juice away anymore. And that's something that hurts me because I don't like to restrict myself. I don't like to not be 100% myself around certain people just because, you know, I just don't like to do that. I like to be myself all the time. And it's not even like I'm changing or being fake or whatever. It's just, I can't afford it. You know, I can't afford to sit here and tell you about my life. Why? So you could sit and give me bad energy towards my life? Like, why would I do that? It's hurting myself by me spending not only my time and my energy telling you what's going on with me, but because you ask me what's going on, and then you ask me what's going on, and I tell you, and at the end of the day, you're putting bad thoughts onto my life and my energy, and, and it's it's probably really bad. Honestly, I feel it. I felt it. You know, I felt it when I was working with that co-worker of mine I just felt like no matter what I did she wasn't satisfied she wasn't happy she wasn't she didn't care truly care like she wanted to know everything but then again she didn't really care and that's what I'm pretty sure you guys have felt that where you tell somebody something and then you don't even feel like they care they look at their phone they look away or they they just give you some dumbass response like oh really or my favorite or they try to tell you what it is that you should be doing. Oh, well, I think you should have done this. Oh, well, you should have known that. Oh, I told you so. Those people that I told you so people, I'm about done with all that shit too. I don't like that. Like, don't tell me I told you so. Why the fuck am I telling you what's going on with me if you're going to tell me I told you so? I don't do that shit to you. Why are you doing that to me? And that just made me closed off and it made me very um to get it made me go back in my shell and it it didn't make me go back in my shell towards everybody because see that's bitterness that's what it didn't do to me because I still give freely and fully to the people who deserve it but to me the people who don't deserve it at the moment it don't mean that they're not going to get it from me ever it just means at this moment in time you're coming from a state of mind that I can't we're not on the same frequency and and you're coming from a state of I don't know what state people are in at times but it's not a state where they can fully give to others because they're not fully loving themselves and if they're not fully loving themselves then they can't even honestly be true and they sometimes don't even know if they're doing it consciously you know they're doing it unconsciously at times and I've had that happen with a couple of my friends before where I we stopped talking because of the way that they they started to act towards me and it was just like, what did I do to you for you to do that to me? Like, I'm not, I'm not against you. And I think people get in this survival mode when they're on their way up that they just think, I don't know if it's that they think that person is a threat or they, I I think that's what it is to be honest. I think it's that they feel threatened by your power and your energy. And then they feel like they want to attack you and pull you down. Or it's that, they're in a state where they are in survival mode and all they can do is 
send out that type of energy because that's where they're from. That's where they're coming from. And and then you could sit there and be like, whoa, 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 what's up? What's up? Like, why are you at? What, what's going on? I'm not trying to take from you, man. Like, I'm really not. And then that's just weird, you know? And, I, and when weird shit starts happening like that for me, when my friends or anybody, like, I step back. I step way back. I go back into my my own world because sometimes being in my own world is just way more beneficial to me than to be the social butterfly that I, I truly am. I truly am a social butterfly, but when it comes to that, I need to conserve my energy, and and that's the truth. <sighs> that's that's my truth. That's my truth. Like that's that's what's going on, and that's what's been happening. And another thing that I, I wanted to talk about was because, you know, I've been, <clears throat> excuse me, I've been on this train of just constant hustling and struggling and trying to figure shit out because shit is hard and no one's gonna save me no one's gonna come and I mean yes I'm pretty sure I have people who could be like you could stay with me you know when I've been homeless and when I've been out <clears throat> not having anywhere to be comfortable and not having an environment you know to be comfortable and, and stuff like that it's been a lot it's been a lot it's been hard it's been so hard and and I've been in my car. That's why I fucking stay in my car all the time. That's why I have all types of shit in my car. That's why, excuse me, that's why I don't, I never stay stable because there's never, I've never, I'm not at that place yet where I can call my own place my home. You know, I've never, I've never had that to myself, which a lot of people at my age haven't. So I'm not going to feel bad about that because a lot of people don't have that on their own because they live with their parents and for me in my situation my parents haven't been there for me because they haven't been able to provide that for themselves now I could sit here and have anger towards them and be like you know what they're they fucking suck you know they can't do anything for me they can't provide for me fuck them I I used to be like that when I was a teenager when I was 15 I used to have a lot of hate in my heart towards my parents but as time has gone on, I don't feel that anymore because I forgave them for everything that they've done. Because at the end of the day, their parents were not that way with them and their parents didn't teach them that. So how can I get mad at my parents when they were not taught? But at the end of the day, I wasn't taught and there's no excuse for me. But I can't sit here and compare myself to other people and say, well, I'm not like that. How come you're like that? You know what I mean? Because that's not, that's not life. Not everybody's raised the same and not everybody has the same morals or discipline or abilities or capacity to love without being loved. Because that's a really hard thing to do. When you didn't have it, how do you do it? How do you love? How do you give when you really are broken inside, you know? And as broken as I've been inside, I still always do my best to go out of my way to show people that I love them and that I care about them. And it's been a long trial of trial and error for me to try to figure that out. But at the end of the day, I'm intentional and I put I put purpose behind everything and every relationship that I have and everything that I do. And it's taken me a long time to get that right. I'm not perfect. Nobody's perfect. 
But today I had a situation with my father and um, my dad hasn't really been in the picture, um, but he he's in and out like when he feels like it. He'll say hi to me when he sees me somewhere or I'll run in. I used to run into him when I was a kid. It was just weird. My dad used to make all this money and do all these bad things and run the streets and be a gang member and all of that stuff. He has a bunch of baby mamas and a bunch of women. It's just a lot. My dad's just crazy. That's his lifestyle. That's the way he chooses to live. And I've never really, really, I've never really tried to like seek him out. I stopped seeking him out when I was like eight. When I was eight years old and I was writing him in prison, that's when I gave up. I was like, what's the point of me building this relationship with my dad when he doesn't really try to build something with me so I gave up I was a little kid at that point I gave it up I had my mom at the time so I didn't really care about like the dad situation and I mean of course it's affected me now at this point I've I've been without him I've been without my mom since 10 so I mean a lot of these things have impacted me in ways that I don't even completely understand as I'm growing up I'm realizing it and I'm learning but my dad had the nerve today to tell me and send me a text after months of not talking to me. And the last time we spoke, I was looking for a place to stay. I had nowhere to go and I was struggling. And he went to tell me about some place that we could stay at, but I went to look at it and it was just, it wasn't for me. It wasn't for me. And my dad actually wanted to stay with me. He wasn't telling me about this opportunity so that he could provide a place for me to stay. No, 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 no. He wanted me to pay for that place to live, half of it, put my name on it. He needed me, in a sense, to get that place. So he thought, oh, well, she needs this, I need this, let's do this together. But he's never really attempted to try to help me out before when I've been not had anywhere to stay before. So he never really checks on me, never really finds out what I'm doing, he never finds out how I'm doing, he never calls me. He never, like, really, I'm telling you guys, he really doesn't try. And my mom doesn't either. So it's really shocking to me how parents can really do that. But at the end of the day, I've accepted it. And I don't really have any bitterness towards it because they might be going through their own shit, whatever. Like, I'm trying to survive. They don't care. That's fine. I'm okay. Because I know that I could do this. And I, and I have faith and I have hope. And I know I have protection and I have God and I have my myself you know and I feel fine I feel like I could do this and it's cool whatever but the only problem I have is when he texted me and a message that said it was a bunch of bible verses and it said it said what let me let me let me just be clear real quick about what this said I was hot I was so mad it said Ooh, this, this is the reason why I wanted to make this podcast was exactly because of this subject. He said, it's a picture. It says, is smoking weed a sin? Can Christians smoke weed? No. And yes, pot is indeed a sin. This new generation of Christians don't care for God's word. They will make so many different excuses and twist words to justify sin. <coughs> Excuse me, I've got to drink some water. Um, let that sink in. I'm dead. I'm really dead. I'm deceased. I said, I like how you can't ask me how I'm doing 
but you're quick to judge me. I said, check your spirit. He said, love you. I know how you're doing. I pray for you. God's got you. I love the way you don't text me or call me. Oh my God, this pissed me off so bad. This pissed me off so bad. I said, <clears throat> I said a lot. I said a lot, but let me just not even talk about that part. Well, what I, what I want to talk about is this exact thing. I've been struggling. I've been grinding. I've been trying to figure my shit out. And my dad has not been there for me. But the first thing that he says is a judgment. The first thing that comes out of your mouth or the first thing you, you don't even send me a, hey, daughter, how are you? Hey, daughter, are you okay? Did you find a place to live? Because I don't even know if you did. Did you? He doesn't even know where I'm living. He doesn't even know where I'm working. <clears throat> he doesn't know anything about me. He doesn't even ask. He, don't, he doesn't really know me, to be honest. And it really bothers me that the first thing you send me is a, a fucking Christian meme about this and about that, about whether smoking weed is bad or good, because you know that I smoke weed, so you want to judge me on that because I'm sinning. <clears throat> you know what else is sinning? There's a lot of other things that are sinning. He's sinning by leaving his children all over the fucking, all over with all the, these women and choosing to satisfy himself before he helps his kids out. That's a sin too. You really want to talk about sins? Let's talk about it. That's how I feel. You really want to talk about sins? Let's talk about you. Don't don't point your fingers when you got to look at yourself. And that's the way I've been feeling towards people lately. Don't tell me nothing about what I'm doing. You haven't checked yourself. Don't tell me about my spirit. You don't know my relationship with God. You don't know what I'm doing. Yes, I'm sinning in certain ways, but so are you. So is everybody else. No, every sin is bad, correct? They all are bad. So everybody is not perfect. No one is perfect. So for my dad to sit there and send me that message, that really pissed me off. That got me very angry because who is he to tell me what I can and cannot do or what, <clears throat> or what I'm doing wrong or what I'm doing right in my life when he's never been there for me? And that's the way I feel about a lot of people. You don't know me. You didn't. You weren't there for me when I went through all that. So how are you going to really judge me? I'm not out here judging people. I'm really not. I really am not. I, and I could really feel confident with that, that I know I, I'm not out here judging everybody. Yeah, there's times where I sit here and if someone does something, I'll probably point it out. Like if it's facts, if I think it's facts, if I think it's truth. But again, it's not my truth to say. It's not my place to say something about somebody else it's really not and even if I do that's wrong you know it's wrong for me to say something about somebody like in general like that's a sin in itself yes a lot of people gossip and do that that's a sin gossiping is sinning and you know for my dad to go and say that that really bothered me to the point where I just had to talk about it because and I and I told him and <clears throat> he said I'm, I'm, I'm here now where are you? Really? Are you really here? Because I, I don't know where you're at. Where are you? And all I really need from you, and, I, and, and at the end, I used to ask for money. <clears throat> He's never given me money. He gave me like $100 one time in my life. But he always tells me, well, why don't you call me? Why don't you do this? What, blah, blah, blah. What, no. Why don't you call me? You're the dad. You're the father. You're the person who's supposed to take care of me. You're the person who's supposed to give me my guidance. I'm over here looking for guidance in all these other places. I already told my dad all this. He already knows. If I'm doing this, then what do you think your other kids are doing? They're younger than me. <clears throat> oh, my, my throat. Um, 
But yeah, that shit pissed me off, man. That shit pissed me off. And I just really feel like that's wrong. And I really feel like that's not the way to be. And that's the lesson that I learned from it is like, don't, don't, don't judge people when you haven't checked on yourself, you know? And if anything, if you really do care about that person, call them and ask them how they're doing. Don't sit there and see what they're doing and, and judge them and then call them to, to antagonize them because that's wrong. Nobody needs that. Nobody needs that energy. Nobody needs antagonized uh, actions towards themselves. Like, that's just irritating. That's very irritating to me. And I'm about done with people sometimes, you know? Like, human vibes, yes. Let's Let's have these human vibes. But that's not a human vibe. That's for sure not one. Like, and then, I'm gonna calm down. I'm gonna calm down. But yeah, so, yes, I smoke weed. Yes, it's a sin. Yes, it's bad. But we're all learning. We're all, you know, that, that, that one thing that I do to calm my anxiety or to calm my, my confusion in my life has helped me through a lot of things that nobody would understand. And that's the thing where you have to really understand somebody before you judge them. Because if it wasn't for me smoking, yes, there are other vices. Yes, there are other things. I could have been an alcoholic. I could have been a sex addict. I could have been. I could have been doing all all kinds of stuff, you know, to to solve my issues. But all I did was smoke weed, and that's what got me through my depressions at times when I was a little kid. Music and weed has brought me and got me through everything that I've been through without anybody's help, without my mom. I was sorry, I got a call. Anyway, so yeah, weed has helped me through a lot. Weed has been a savior to my life. And nobody else, maybe maybe people who do smoke will understand that. And maybe people who don't won't understand that. But it's been a key to a lot of things. Yes, it has been a downfall in ways where it is a, an escape for me. And I know that that's not healthy and I know that that's not good. But at the end of the day, it's about balance and it's about balancing. And at this point in my life, I don't need it anymore. It's more of like a recreational thing, a fun thing with my friends or whatever, or just here and there. But I don't really need it anymore. And I'm proud of myself because I've never really overindulged in it, you know? I just used it for what I needed it for, and that was it. And I think that that's where people need to understand. No matter what it is that you do, you have to have that balance and understand that you can't overindulge in things because when you overindulge, that's when you fuck up. That's when you make mistakes. And I'm really, we're all just trying not to make mistakes as little as we can. And in this situation, be the old me, trust me, the old me, the old me would have went off on him, would have went off in like just tearing him down in the ways that I know how, saying all the mean things that I could say to him <clears throat> because I really feel like he has no place to tell me anything. You have no place to tell me shit. And I feel that way about a lot of people. Just you don't have place to tell me shit. There's only a few, few, few people in my life that have place to tell me shit and that's my aunt my aunts those are my aunts and my grandma those are the people that have been there for me those are the people that's watched me listened to me and that's the way you should be the people who are there for you and the people who listen to you and the people who 
care and ask you how you're doing and ask you about what's going on in your life that don't just let you walk by with a sad face that they actually notice when something's wrong those are the people that have an have a uh, a right to tell you something because they care about you you know and if they don't and if there's no they they haven't proven anything to you and they haven't done anything for you they don't add any value to you then who fucking cares what the fuck they think i'm not mad about what my dad said because i care what he thinks because i don't i don't care what he thinks but i'm just upset and hurt that that would be the first thing that comes out of his mouth and that that's the first thing that he cares about when it comes to talking to me like i really just wish i had guidance and that's what i told him i said i really really hate that you think that I don't need you in this moment in my life. I'm 23 years old and I still need you. People need their parents all the way until they have their own kids. Even when they do have their own kids, they're calling their parents and saying, dad, mom, what do I do? How do I do this? What do I do with my kids? You know, like anything, you need your parents. And those of you that have your parents, just be grateful that you do have them because trust me, I would die for some parents. I would die for some parents. You have no idea, like, how much I wish that I had had some. And you know what? That's the beauty in, in the life of this struggle. And that's the other side of the coin. The other side is because I didn't have it, I appreciate it that much more. So when I see somebody who has a mom and they're talking shit to their mom or they're treating their moms or their dads bad, I literally will tell them, don't talk to your mom like that. Like, don't. Your mom loves you, and, and that's why she's doing that. Your dad loves you, and that's why he cares. So, you know, you really got to appreciate your parents if you do have them because there's people out there like me who would wish to have your parents. And in this situation, you know, I'm not going to sit here and be a negative Nancy about the situation that happened to me or the situation that the, the life that I live because what is that going to do for me? And at the end of the day, what is it going to do for me to cuss him out and tell him, you're you're a piece of shit, you're a bad dad, I can't even believe you would do, like, no. But I did tell him, I can't believe you think I don't need you. I can't believe that you and my mom think that I'm good without you and that that's why you guys don't call me because you just think I'm out here living my life and having fun and doing, yeah, I am, because what else am I going to do? I have to enjoy my life because... It's been so hard for me, and it's still hard, and it's constantly hard, and I'm constantly balancing between enjoying myself and then working my ass off, hustling and enjoying myself, and that's fucking hard to do because you can't let one overpower the other, and that's what I've been dealing with my whole fucking life, not really, I mean, since I've been on this journey, but yeah man it's a lot it's a lot it's really hard but um again I do need guidance and the blessings that I get from not having those parents in my life those parents my parents is that I really have found guidance in so many other people like pretty much anybody like I've gotten guidance from people on the street I've gotten guidance from I'm telling you from homeless people um from my friends' parents, from literally anybody, literally everyone I get guidance from, no matter who it is. I don't care if you're younger than me. I don't care if you're a little kid and you're like eight or you're seven or you're even like four or five and you tell me something. I'm going to listen to what you're saying and I'm going to pay close attention to what it is that they're telling me because 
kids remember everything too and and i've really learned how to pay attention to that too like my little cousins when i don't go to their birthday party they're asking me why you didn't come to my birthday and it was like six months ago i'm like whoa how do you remember that but that's because kids pay attention and kids really do love you and kids really do pay attention you know to what everything everything and they listen that's what they do they listen and that's what I've been doing is listening and I do listen and I try to do my best to maneuver you know with with the best choices that I could make in my life and it's really hard but you know what I'm doing it and you can do it too it's just a mission it's a mission everything is a mission everything is a mission just make everything a mission in your life and it's hard but whatever you can get through it and and yeah, I just I just want to let you know that you shouldn't be bitter about things when when things happen or when things piss you off. Even when someone fucks me over, like I really got fucked over recently by a friend that I've known for a year now, and over money, over money. And I was like, really, man? Like I thought we were closer than that, but sometimes it ain't like that. Sometimes you're not closer. Sometimes they're using you for the time being. They're using you to party. They're using you for your knowledge, they're using you for your wisdom, they're using you for uh, whatever, it could be anything, and you don't even know what their intentions are, you don't even know what they're using you for, but you're just there as a good person, and loving them, and hanging out with them, and thinking that they're your friend, but right when something happens, they're quick to fuck you over, and I really didn't realize that, This that was a lesson for me, like, whoa, I really thought they were my friend, I really thought, but no, that's where you go wrong. You can't think everyone is your friend. And that doesn't mean not to trust people. And that doesn't mean to be bitter. And it doesn't mean to, to be negative about the way that you carry your relationships with people. It just means to keep your distance when it comes to your gold, the gold inside of you. Just give it out slowly. You know what I mean? Just slowly pass out pieces of it and don't give everything away right away people have to prove it to you before before you give them everything that's what my aunt taught me she taught me that she said people need to show you you can't just trust everybody and that's something I always do and like I said I'm not a shark I'm really not I'm just trying to learn how to be in this world and we'll see how it goes we'll see how things work out but right now these are the lessons that I need to learn before I get to where I go and if you want a business and you want something in your life, these are the things you got to go through before you get there. Because how are you going to deal with a hundred employees? Let's say you have a business, a hundred employees. How are you going to deal with all of their issues, all of their problems? Someone's going to slack off. You're going to have to be how you are with that person. You're going to have to just figure it out, how to be with people and that's the lesson and it, it doesn't stop this really doesn't stop it's non-stop and it's always going to continue and you just got to figure it out again that's all i have to say just just be patient be patient with the process be patient with the struggle love the struggle love it it's like i love it and i hate it but at the same time it wouldn't be my struggle if it wasn't my struggle it wouldn't be your struggle if it wasn't your struggle so just know that and love it, even on the hard days, even on the easy days, be grateful and say thank you for those days that are good, and be thankful for the days that are bad, I literally got, I had a rough day today, I had a rough day, and I just feel like my life is a mess, and it's in shambles, but at the end of the day, 
at least I can make this podcast, you know, at least I can share this with someone else, and that's what I'm doing today, is just sharing it, because it's been a long day, so, over and out, human vibes, let me know what you thought, what you think, if you want, um, yeah, have a good day, I hope you guys enjoy this, anyways, over and out, bye, have a good day, it's lit, stay, stay positive, stay happy.